We are back. Brand new episode of Right on Squared Circle. And today, listeners, we have a very, very special episode to share with you guys. So much so that I had I had to reassemble the squad. I had to reassemble the squad. squad. I, am, <laughs> I am your host, Danny Jean. If you heard that terrible interruption, he is back live in studio. Kyle, the big man. The Reds ain't make the playoffs, but we're over 500. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, that hurt a little bit. I had a whole I had a whole intro plan, but that one hurt. <laughs> and of course, as always, my boy, the North Carolina gunslinger himself, Scotty, not too hotty, Hollinsworth. What? Hold on, I'm in Florida now. I'm not in North Carolina no more. I'm just saying it, man. You're the North Carolina gunslinger. Go All heels, right, North Carolina gunslinger. I'll take it. <laughs> I think Go heels. Hashtag Jordan Travers ran through y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Oh no! Let's go <laughs> start our wrestling pod, our best wrestling podcast yet, off with a sports reference. No doubt. Go ball, go team. Uh, <laughs> this week's gonna be fun, y'all. This uh, episode's gonna be uh, different. So, because Kyle, Kyle did think of the idea, presented it to us. It is only right and fair that Kyle presents to you guys, the listener, exactly what we're gonna be talking about today, because it's very important. And it's something that's been brewing for quite some time. But now that the we're in the, the last fourth of 2021, we got to break it to you. Kyle, please. I, I, I missed that. I'm not going to lie. I went blank for a second, but everything picked up on Audacity. Hit me with that one more time. I'm sorry. So because you presented this idea for us. Yeah. Okay. And- okay. Okay. I did catch it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so the question the question is, um, obviously there were other reasons, a, a couple other reasons internally why I came off this podcast, but the question is, like, why did Kyle come off this podcast? There were bigger reasons internally, but the other question, or the other reason was because I've fallen out of love with being a wrestling fan. And so when when uh when the three of us had our conversation last week, we talked about the big question. And the big question for today's podcast is, why does being a wrestling fan in 2021 suck? And it does. If you are a wrestling fan, I'm not using the words AEW fan, the words WWE fan. If you like, you can't be a fan of both, and that sucks. So being a wrestling fan sucks. 100%, man. It's a... Uh... It's a love that I grew up with for years and years and years, and now all of a sudden it's just it's almost fading away just because there's nothing there's nothing appealing about watching it now. It's it's so hard to keep up with when every time you tune in it's you're you're almost just let down because I don't know if it's we have a high expectations because of the past, if we're just because we're getting older or what it is, but man, it's it is pro wrestling in 2021. Just it, it sucks. It purely sucks to be a fan. Yeah. And um, not so much that it's not appealing because we'd have SmackDown and obviously, you know, Dynamite provides us that little edgier product that I think a lot of people are looking for. But I see just this massive divide of you're either AEW or you're WWE. If you're in the middle, you're fucking weird, and we don't like you. 
Yeah. No it's doubt. Weird. It's terrible because it brings me back to the Attitude Era days where you're either WCW or WWE. You can't like both. You got to choose one. It's kind of like, you know, you know, if, if, you know, I know we have a lot of European listeners and I really appreciate that. You have Messi and Ronaldo, two of the best in the world playing together at the same time. You can't like both. You got to be on either Messi's side or Ronaldo's side. And it sucks because as a wrestling fan, I just want the product. I want just wrestling. Not even like the pure wrestling like AEW is talking about. I just want the product. I want to be able to enjoy. I want to be able to watch SmackDown and then right as SmackDown goes off the year, I want to be able to jump on Rampage. I want to be able to share both opinions without, oh, you're, you 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 like this, but you like this now. It's it's too much for me, and it's Twitter's divided, and it's sad to watch. Social media has just divided the wrestling world. You know, you mentioned WCW versus WWE. It's like it was so great, but there wasn't social media. There wasn't Twitter and Facebook and Instagram back then that you could hop on and just slam someone for their opinion of liking a wrestling company. You know, like back in the day, how did you beat the other competition? You know, you did it through ratings. You did it through, you know, your product, what you put on TV every single week. And now it's just owners, executives, and the superstars themselves just being all over Twitter. Honestly, just being little teenagers about it instead of getting in the ring. And I'm not necessarily <laughs> saying it's, you know, just the superstars not getting in the ring, busting their ass. They are. And some of it just comes down to just pure shit booking well i think i think i i know for a fact we're going to get into vince mcmahon versus tony khan because i definitely want to highlight that thing that i sent to you guys um at some point in this episode and like the the problems within wwe and aew but for now i want to like stay on what you were saying talking about there scott and talk about like social media and um i saw i can't take full credit for this because i i saw something similar to this i i i built this um i built this similarity but somebody else compared it earlier. Um, it, it's it's become like politics. It's become exactly like politics, where you're either a Republican, WWE, or you're a Democrat, AEW, and you can't just be a fucking American anymore. And nowadays, it's like that in our country. It's very similar. You can't just be, you have to be a Republican. You've got to be a yee-yee, Trump-loving redneck. Or you've got to be a... I'm not going to go there because that's the one that'll get us canceled. But you got to be a fucking blue-haired, glasses liberal. You can't be in between. You're not allowed. And it's kind of become that way with wrestling. You're not allowed to be a WWE. You have to be a WWE mark. You have to be an AEW mark. Why the fuck can't I just sit down and enjoy wrestling? Why am I not allowed to be like, hey... Raw was has actually been solid the last three weeks. Nobody's talking about it because you're not allowed to be a wrestling or WWE fan. Hey, Dynamite was solid this week. Yeah, but they're all former WWE guys, and I'm guilty of that. And I have I my I have my reasons for that. That and we can get into this. And I know this is going to rile Dan, but it, it's kind of like a schoolyard argument. AEW started it. So we're just like backs against the wall defending ourselves at this point. But like I, I've literally felt like I can't go online and criticize an AEW match because I'll I'll be murdered. Oh, you'll be sacrificed. It's awful. And it's and it goes the other way too. 
I mean, WWE fans are a little bit, I will say they're a little bit more tamed. AEW has produced this, this wild side rebellion, you know, you know, FWWE, because the wrestlers are saying FWWE. They're saying, you know, they're throwing the, you know, they're throwing the jabs and whatnot. And like, don't get me wrong, man. I think the, I think they're funny the first time, especially if someone's coming in for the first time and then maybe they, they exited WWE in the way they didn't want to exit WWE. You throw one, you throw like one jab on your promo, your opening promo, and then you just carry on about your business. Um, I'm all for it, but people are easily manipulated, and there's not disrespect to anyone. People, the these companies are meant to subliminally send these messages to your head of why we're better, and I'm going to show you why we're better. And AEW has come into the wrestling world, and they've capitalized on what is popular in wrestling right now. And that is trolling and capitalizing on social media. AEW is controlling that. And then they're giving, you know, the wrestling trolls a bigger voice now because they're like, oh, you know, uh, Adam Cole's opening promo, you know, in the middle. So he says no chance in hell, which, like I said, we all know where that derives from. Right. That gives people that open book, that open narrative to say. Oh wow! So like they're trolling people. Now I'm gonna go online and troll people. I'm gonna go online and just throw stuff out there. Wrong. I'm guilty of trolling. Sometimes you just have to push the button to get the reaction. But there's an extent to it. You have to know the line. You have to know when to just like, like just cut it off. When does it go from trolling to disrespect? That's I the think line. You get, when, yeah, because like if you if you it's I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to find the right words. You can troll. But once you start crossing that line of going towards someone's personal well-being, their race, their ethnicity, their sexual orientation, and you start basing off of that, that's when it starts getting a little disrespectful. I'm not saying anyone on Twitter has done that to us on our page, but I have seen it where it's gotten to the point where like, oh, well, um, they, they go to a, there's a girl who loves wrestling on Twitter and she's really knowledgeable and she's so good at it. And I follow her. She follows us back. She's been criticized for just being a woman and just watching wrestling, which is very sad to see. It's horrible. Like that's that's it's downright just pathetic. Like you don't make fun of somebody for watching the same thing that you do just because of the fact of they're different gender than you. And I can also argue the fact that this is the perfect time for a girl to watch wrestling because women's wrestling is as high as it's ever been. Because in the '90s, this the women's wrestling just used to be really beautiful women, ex models who just had no clue what they were doing in that ring, except for maybe like one or two. But now WWE, especially WWE, have built these great female athletes, and they have, you know, it's the evolution. This is the perfect time to be a a woman loving wrestling, not to bash them for loving it, and it's sad. Like it really is. Like and. I said AEW opened the door for these guys to troll, so they troll back. If you see these guys' social media, the Young Bucks are the king of trolling. They change their bio once a week to just jab at somebody. Oh, yeah, we, we see it all the time. It, it More or less, it comes down to just, to me, AEW, the superstars themselves just don't have a control system, I guess, over top of them to monitor what they say. Which I'm not saying you always should, of course. God, you know, forbid, God forbid they make a Duke lacrosse joke. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. 
But, you know, like, you know, WWE, of course, monitors every single wrestler's Twitter, Instagram, whatever, the, you know, the case may be. AEW doesn't. And to what, I don't know, to me... Can we find a medium? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, what we need, and, a medium, a happy medium. Well, I guess, yeah, and exactly. Not to, and I'm not condoning the Duke Lacrosse scandal and everything, but, you know... When, like 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 what Kyle said, when is the line disrespectful? Because that that just went out there. He you know Lance Caster went out and did his whole thing, got destroyed for it, got suspended and everything. But AEW has opened up the book to be edgy, to say shit fifty times an episode, to push the limit. So this guy went out there as okay, we're gonna push the limit because we're AEW. We're not trying to be the PG brand. Okay, I'm gonna show you why we're not the PG brand. So you AEW is completely at fault for that because you opened up the book for these guys to do what they want to do as they please and say what they want to say. Yep. Which is not like you guys said, it's not the worst thing in the world to give these guys an open platform. Like I think WWE is completely um like almost Nazi level with how they control their people, but when you give somebody full control over what they do and say, like you're going to end up with situations like that. You're going to end up with situations like MJF getting out there and calling somebody a school shooter, which I still to this day have no idea how that didn't explode on Twitter. Um, yeah, that that went under the radar. And I, I here we go again. Like this is where I become that that what quote unquote WWE mark that I talked about earlier. But I can guarantee you, if Seth Rollins makes that joke, he's done. Yeah, three month suspension. Stay home. Go to a uh, sensitivity training and you can't come back until uh, you get like, I guess, whatever you graduate from the sensitivity right. class. <laughs> sensitivity training. Um, so <laughs> it, it's, yeah, we, I think everybody on our network probably needs to go through that. Um, At least one or three times over. <laughs> but it, it's become this thing. And I have this written down in my notes. WWE marks. I wrote fans and I crossed it out. Because fans is what we all are. We're fans of wrestling. The three of us love wrestling. We love good wrestling. We hate bad wrestling. We'll shit on WWE. We'll shit on AEW. We'll compliment both. We're wrestling fans. But you're not allowed to be that. So WWE marks refuse to accept AEW. Like we were, like, and I say we because I'm part of that group that I feel so bad for loving WWE and being able to enjoy Monday Night Raw over the last three weeks, which which is really weird, by the way. It's actually been pretty pretty quality uh, programming. The roster's loaded now. Finn Balor's over there, Edge. Uh, roster's loaded on Raw. But it, it's it's like you watch AEW and you want to hate it because these guys go over there and they, they're doing things that they weren't allowed to do in WWE. They're being able to use their full creative character. They're being able to do, you know, dangerous moves that are going to end their career a lot sh quicker but it's definitely more entertaining and they're able to say say more do more all that stuff but then they throw that shade and you're like fuck this i'm no longer interested and then aew marks refuse to compliment wwe because i've seen how, how can people shit on SummerSlam? how that was a great pay-per-view from top to bottom other you know you had the becky so I, I see you getting ready to talk, Scott. I'll let you go in just a second. I, you got the Becky-Bianca thing. Obviously, everybody agreed that sucked. But Goldberg and Lashley put on a pretty decent match for what you would consider 
or what you would grade Lashley and Goldberg at, and nobody talked about that match. But Sting no sells a power bomb through two tables, and we're just coming all over ourselves. I'm just, I, I mean, sorry, I'm seeing it for what it is, and it's garbage. Go ahead, Scott. Really quick, just speaking of Sting, he also just no sold a uh, cutter recently too. I don't know if you saw that, but I did see that. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm getting, like he's been no song a lot lately. <laughs> let me let me tell you, Sting can fuck off and retire at this point. I don't care. I hate him. I hate him at this point. Nobody but, should um, be in the ring past fifty five. No, unless it's no, like you said, ground. you know, how can you how can you shit on SummerSlam? It's exactly that. It's like you said, it's not fans shitting on SummerSlam. Marks. It's and you know in this case it's an AW mark. Why? Because they didn't go out there, you know they didn't say you know they didn't say shit, they didn't have blood. It wasn't reviewed by Dave Messler or Metzler, Mel, whatever Meltzer. Good lord, I fucked that up. He's not relevant enough to get it right. No, but you know what I'm saying like it's not it's not that typical Twitter response that you uh, are expecting. So of course they're gonna shit on it. It, it was a great pay-per-view, but guess what? Becky and Lynch came out and had a uh, seven-second match yeah. with Bianca Belair, and that's all we're going to focus on. But it's, That's why WWE shit. But it's like on, on the opposite end of the spectrum, WWE fans, or marks, if you will, how can you watch All Out and tell me that was not a good show? Like I get it, Because it, it's not WWE. That's there exactly two, it. There were two really bad matches on that card. Really bad. Go ahead, Dan. All right. you raise your hand like a good so, one. Yeah, no, I don't want to get attention. Go Cubano. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> the reason why people shat on SummerSlam is because they they didn't, and they were the AEW fans, like the heavy, hardcore ones. They can't admit that that was a good show, and vice versa. Vice versa, you can't, WWE, like heavy-duty marks, they can't sit there and admit that All Out was, it is, let's, I'm gonna put it out there. It was the pay per view of the year. It was it was one of the best pay per views I have seen in the last three, four, five years. And that's with me being and that's with me being in attendance for Kofi Mania, which I thought was so amazing. But back on my point, you can't. You, the the best thing about being or the best quality of being a fan of anything, whether it's wrestling, baseball, football, soccer, rugby, whatever it is, you got to be impartial. Just give credit where credit is due. Just, you know, it, show love. I'm a Yankees fan. We got embarrassed by the Boston Red Sox. I huh. clapped it up. Boston, they earned it. They beat us fair and square. Go Red Sox. You got you to gotta be the... You know that that's that's what wrestling needs. You need this. You need the impartial guys that are going to be there to level everything and say, "Hey, you know that was good." And you guys, you know, I, I know, like on the on the podcast, I'm kind of labeled as the AEW guy, but I gave WWE their love. I show them like, "Hey, you put on a good show." SmackDown got like 2.1 million views last week. Awesome. You, you, you scared Tony Khan away from competing with you guys this Friday. Congratulations. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Tony Khan. Congratulations. You scared, you scared him away because, first of all, no AEW show is putting up that number. I will promise you. Those sniff no. 1.4, 1.5, 1.6 mil tops. You're not sniffing 2.1 mil. On a Friday night. And you're not going to sniff it this Friday either because 
it's a go home show for a, a for a pay per view that has two very major superstars in the main event. You're very not be- you're not beating. I'm sorry. As much as I love AEW as like the new edgy brand, no chance in hell. Shout out Vince McMahon. They're it's gonna be edgy, lucky, man. Good. I just want to say, like, it is like it's edgy, and like I want that's what makes me drawn to it. You know, it, it is it's edgier. It brings back memories of what I watched from WWE growing up. But I think the reason why like it falls, you know, falls flat in my opinion is it's not ran by a wrestling family. Now I'm not saying that like, and what I mean by that is, you know, sure Cody Rhodes could run it. But Cody Rhodes was a wrestler versus Vince McMahon was just born into it as a, you know, just family member. He was born strictly into the business side of it. And yeah, exactly. He had the knowledge to do it. He, he, and he had the knowledge from the outside looking in. And he stepped in the ring, of course, over the years. But how do you – the Khan family just doesn't have or grasp that concept, I think. And that's why AEW – falls flat yeah like they they can fund every bit of aw to the moon and back obviously because look at their roster but if you don't have that mentality to really bring a pro wrestling show to tv it doesn't matter how much money you have it's gonna fall flat to the competition who i mean if you think about it has owned wrestling since 2001 and that's that that that's my opinion of just let me ask you guys this. Do we have an attitude era? Does do we get past the attitude era with social media? No. It will never die. It will never die because people will always refer back to it. And the only reason the attitude era ever survived was because there was no social media. Well, that's what I'm saying. Does does it make it if we don't have social media, Dan? It will make it. It would because eventually, 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 one company will die out, and we know which one is not going to die out. I'm talking like because that's how the attitude era ended. You you beat the competition; it's over. Right. You bought the competition; it's done. You own them now. Yeah. The attitude era ended when Shane McMahon was in you know Panama City, Panama Florida. City, yeah. right down the road, right down the road from Bose. Yeah. You bought it. He bought WCW, and you know, obviously, then he emerged in ECW, extremely crappy wrestling. Um, <laughs> and you know, you you you. That's how you win the Attitude Era. And like like Triple H said that uh, to Billy Gunn at the Hall of Fame ceremony, when Vince McMahon buys your pissing company, he's going to hire you just to fire you again. Yep. <laughs> it will. It could happen. It could very well happen. It could very well happen where you know. When TNA, now known as Impact Wrestling, was on a crazy hot streak, and it, this wasn't even Attitude Era, it ju- they just offered us an alternative brand of wrestling yeah. without the without the jabs. They did bring in some WWE guys, but like you know, they weren't. It wasn't like the mass exodus of like go here, go here, go here, evacuate. TNA was in the perfect spot where social media wasn't really a thing. You were on a really edgy TV network that just produced what it was, total nonstop action. It was. And TNA provided us that alternative brand of wrestling, which we all like, but eventually, you know, it died. It died because you lose, eventually you lose the money where the brand is not no longer profitable because you got to pay superstars. You got to rent out these venues and on top of other things, you got to pay the 
cameraman, you got to pay the ring guys, you know, all this other stuff. Eventually, all that stuff dies out. So, would the Attitude Era have survived today? Absolutely, because someone would have lost and someone would have been bought out. And like I said, we all know, we we all know who's who's not losing unless WWE decides to say, "Hey, we're selling we're selling to Disney. Disney's going to own in the entire thing of WWE. I'm selling it for two billion dollars." WWE wins the war if that happens. I think WWE wins regardless because they're just well. They're established. They're established. Yeah, they have the most funding. Yep, they have the most popularity. You know, they they're they're everything. They are the they are the conglomerate of wrestling. They're the Disney that's wrestling. just what it is. Yeah. And especially if the rumors are true that Disney is in line to buy WWE within the next few years, if Vince McMahon decides to sell, forget about ever competing with them. Yep, you will not. Mickey Mouse is an evil son of a bitch. Watch that park. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, think about it. If he, if he, you know, if Disney bought WWE, that puts WWE on a whole another platform now. Because I mean, let's be honest. If Disney buys anything now, what do they usually get? They get some type of theme park. They get pushed to the absolute moon and back as a new product. And I mean, granted, this won't be new, but guess what? It's going to be featured on a whole lot of more programming. Marvel now. wasn't new. No, Marvel wasn't new either, but guess what? Marvel's one of the biggest names in the world now. Oh, yep. look at Star Wars. Yep. Look at, yeah, look at Star Wars. I mean, now you would go to Disney and you would be able to buy replica WWE titles at Disney World. You'd be able to step inside of a ring as a fan interaction. And Wait, they'll probably have like a virtual reality thing where you can wrestle your favorite wrestler for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up after the show. I might be making. He said he wants it to. Oh, wants it. They'll probably have that. Well, the rumor the rumor is is if Vince McMahon were to sell, Disney is batting lead off because it just seems it's just logical. They they they're gonna own everything. It's just (laughs) logical. It's just logical, and you know, and just almost as logical as. If you guys want to see my boy Chris Infinger grill a beautiful frozen pizza, I need you guys to go check <laughs> out the Right On Network YouTube channel. My boy Chris did a beautiful, beautiful edition of How Do You Eat This? Fucking and he got, a, he got a frozen pizza, put it on the grill, showed us how to eat it, and guys, I'm sorry, it's not with a fork and a knife. So please go, go on the YouTube channel right on network channel and you guys can see that and you can see last week you can see chris trying to eat a corn dog hilarious stuff that shit was you will, so you will funny. be you will be you will be very much entertained hey and that shit's like that 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 show is gonna go up every week including thanksgiving day we'll have a very special uh thanksgiving edition of how, do you how to eat a turkey leg how to eat it that's exactly what it is baby how to eat Can't a turkey wait. leg mashed potatoes and gravy as he says right here on the side, a little corn on the cob. Roll tide. So, <laughs> so what did TNA, WCW, they had some very big stuff in common that it would, and this is, you know, this is going to have a point. And very, uh, very big stuff in common that would eventually lead to their demise. You start at the top, they were run and funded by non wrestling fans. They absolutely were. They were 100%. started up 
on a network that doesn't care about wrestling. TNT. And they gave the talent way too much say so. Hulk Hogan. Who does that sound like? Hulk Hogan. Right. Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff. Right. AW, run by Tony Khan, non-wrestling mind. Filthy Rich, non-wrestling mind. TNT, that's where their show is right now. They don't give a fuck about wrestling. If you don't believe me, they put on uh, regular season hockey this past Wednesday instead of instead of uh, wrestling. Oh, just wait till basketball starts next week. Yeah, they're <laughs> fucked. They're fucked, I'm telling you. And they're run by the talent, and it's already causing problems with Cody Rhodes. I'm telling you, it's. I want it to succeed because I love wrestling, but it's got to be drawn in a little bit. And uh, I would like to go ahead and talk about Mr. Dickhead Tony Khan. Go Jags. <laughs> Let's talk about Tony K. What What is there you cannot right. say about him? So, I, oh, what uh, a I'll, bitch. I was going to say, I'll, I'll, um, I hope he happened? hears this because you're a bitch, Tony Khan. You're a bitch. All right, so I'm going to open up this segment up. So it was last week. Tony. So last week, and the way the schedule is lining up now, uh, the MLB playoffs are going to be on Fox. SmackDown happens to be on Fox, but obviously MLB has paid a lot more money to Fox to just yeah. you know have their stuff broadcast. And obviously, I'll, I'll say this to the grave, playoff baseball is unmatched. No one debate me, hashtag me, at me, whatever. I, yeah, I got nothing. I mean, I got no argument. Yeah, you, you can't be playoff baseball. So SmackDown will be going to FS1. There's going to be a half hour of the of the end of SmackDown and Rampage starting. They're meeting up at the same time. And Tony Khan, I, dude, you got the you got you got the guts, man. I love I love the the competitive attitude. He said. I'm looking very much forward to competing against SmackDown. <laughs> now, but let's fast forward to this last Friday. SmackDown, really good show. DVR is a powerful thing. I was able to watch it on Sunday. Without Brock Lesnar. And they still produced 2.1 million views, to which yesterday Tony Khan retracts his statement and says... I'm no, I'm not competing with WWE. What is it, Tony? Do you want, do you want to go one on one with SmackDown, or do you want to just say, "Hey, Dynamite's my flagship show. It's on Wednesday. It's by itself. Ten, NXT's now on Tuesday. Um, every so other I'm Wednesday. Let, every other Wednesday. Not every Wednesday. Yeah. Now you're gonna do it on Saturday, and I'll tell you this right now. Good fucking luck. I'll tell you this right now. College football has a very special place in my heart, and we're getting into the nitty-gritty of the college football season where conference championships are decided, who's winning what, who's going where. I'm sorry, man. Saturday is either meant for me to go out with my friends or I am watching college football. So you picked a really shitty time slot. This is what I uh, – WWE – sorry, Scott, just one second, then you can go. And that's not just AEW. Like you're a fucking idiot for running a show on a Saturday night, and that goes for WWE too. Your very first show of 2022 is on New Year's Day. It's a pay per view on now. a Saturday night. It's a pay per view now. It's called yeah, Day One. Day One. Your very first show of 2022 is on a on January 1st, Saturday night. 
Uh, pretty sure that's going to be at the same fucking time as the Rose Bowl or the Fiesta Bowl. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I'm Always sorry. Always is. You're idiot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, Rose Bowls are New Year's. That's a New Year's Day tradition for my family. We watch the Rose Bowl. It starts at 5 o'clock, and it goes up until like 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Yeah, that might be a college football playoff game. You yeah, and then the, the Fiesta Bowl go, and the Fiesta Bowl goes from 9 to midnight. Yeah. Go ahead, Scott. I, I mean, <laughs> you're right. You... Uh, someone else, God, just lost my train of thought. Because you're absolutely right. What you said is 100% right. How do you run against other, and let's be honest, stronger powerhouses? You can't step up against college football. I'm a diehard wrestling fan. I don't even watch other sports, but guess what? I know it's stupid to go up against it. I know I wouldn't. I, I mean, I know if I was Vince McMahon, I wouldn't put WrestleMania, WrestleMania on the same night as the Super Bowl. You know why? I'm getting half the attendance that i'm going to get usually why do you think that shit's in april exactly because nothing else is in april (laughs) that's like one of my favorite weekends in sports so i do want to say that like wrestlemania and baseball just getting started that week usually too Mm -hmm. i love that weekend yeah it's, it's all about timing and con the con family has zero you know sense of timing how do you can't run dynamite on saturday you can't no one's going to watch it. You're drawing half a million views already. You're going to put it on a Saturday against college football. Dude, you're going to draw 100,000 views maybe. It's bad. And this weekend is a – this is a very good weekend in college football too. This um, Kentucky, Georgia? Yeah. That's that's the working matchup. And then, you know, Penn State's going to rebound. You know, and they got all the big boys playing. You know, Bama. Bama just coming off a loss. You got to see how they react. You know, oh, I'm not going to say it's a sports podcast, but like. <laughs> R.I.P. Like, Mississippi State. Yeah, like there's like, like you, you're competing with, you know. They're getting that Chris Kennedy. Really big audience. Hey, you want to compare which, it to wrestling? It's AEW competing against WWE. No, it's like Alabama this Saturday is going to be Undertaker. And Mississippi State is Chris Canyon. I'm gonna take that fucking chair shot to the head. But I will say this though: the didn't mean to cut you off there, but uh, Tony Khan accidentally um, he accident he had the notes for the full gear card, and it got leaked. And it actually looks like a really good card. This guy had he was on the sideline of the Jaguars game this past weekend. And someone got a close-up picture of the match card, and we see who's where, where's what going, and who's supposed to win. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> totally released. Dude, let's, just, you... let's just say we're, we're going to have a new AEW champion in November. I just I don't. And how do you make that mistake, man? Like I get it, you know. He's still he's keeping the business, you know, in his mind, fresh in his mind, doing it when he can. But I like love that. I love that. I and I admire that part, but like you can't have that out in the open like that. Obviously, that's you. You keep that shit at your at your office, you know. Yeah, that shit and, should be sitting. Uh, go ahead, Dan. Okay, I want to ask you this question then. Go ahead. I mean, granted, you know, me and you are both the uh, go to your shit, WWE man. guys. Dan will be so, right <laughs> you know, we're both WWE guys, but you're looking at, you know, you know, quote unquote, say that they're in war with wwe <laughs> but and then khan's gonna go on and say he can't wait to go head to head for 30 minutes 
and then backs out of, you know, backs out now. Like, right. That's it. That that's a war. That's war over right there. That's that's accepting defeat in my mind. Right. How do you back from that? How do you even try to throw your hand back into that deck of cards and go, I'm back in. I'm playing again. Like, how do you how do you come back? I don't. Um, I don't know if there is a a plausible way for you to do that. I don't. I don't know, man. I I like I told you guys. I'm completely dumbfounded by what Tony Khan pulled. Um, like it, if you're gonna do it, like we all we all agreed in the first place, it was really stupid to call out SmackDown. If you would have gone to Monday night and you want to call out Raw, shit, we might be able to work that out. Like I might give you a little benefit of the doubt, but you are yeah. literally going up against a monster. You're going no, I'm sorry, you're gonna be literally going up against a beast because the last thirty minutes of SmackDown is gonna be commercial free, and I promise you that's when Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns are in the ring together. Um, oh, and that's when it's going to get physical too. Like it, shit's yeah. going to unveil. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. And you. Oh God. Why am I echoing? One of y'all. I'm echoing through one of y'all's. Uh, <laughs> no, you're good. That was just a one-time thing. You're good after that. <laughs> okay. It happened earlier too, but um, it happened. But so it's a two-time thing. Well, you want you want to emphasize the good luck though. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. That's, that's why you. That's why I went late. Yeah. <laughs> you want to emphasize the good luck. But, you know, bouncing off your point, if they were going up against Monday night and it was Dynamite versus Raw, I would give the slight, very slight edge to Dynamite. I think they might win that one. I think they could. I don't, I don't, I don't Raw, think they would, but I think they could. The way Raw has been, they're going up against a, uh, you know, a heat-seeking missile there. They're on fire right now. Yeah. I think, it's all, I think it's all Raw needed. Raw needed just needed a little shuffle. Throw some guys here, throw some guys there. Let's just rebuild the roster and, you know, let's bring it out there. To me, going against SmackDown is like, let's say, you know, joining a, downloading a brand new video game, jumping straight into the story and trying to fight the final boss. I don't think you're coming through your Yeti anymore, by the way. But. All right. What I said was. <laughs> I, I still don't think you're coming through your Yeti. I think you're coming through your computer's audio. Audio. Uh, oh, and there's a. Uh, no, this wouldn't hear me. Echo. I said Echo. going through, like, you know, trying to go head-to-head with SmackDown on Fridays, like downloading a brand-new video game j- and jumping straight to the final boss. Like, yeah. you know you're going to lose. You know you're not powerful enough to do it. Why are you even going going to attempt to do it? Yep, I'll beat the final boss. I'll beat the final boss? I'll beat him. <laughs> I'll knock him out. <laughs> 100%. I'll come, I'm coming right for your throat, and I'm not backing out, final boss, you bitch. Hashtag we want Bama. Yeah! <laughs> That's the ultimate final boss. Jesus. Oh, the the right on Squared Circle and Sports Podcast. Jeez. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta cater to all the audiences, you know. Yeah. Try especially, to especially you know, when John C- John Cena used to come out with every sports jersey or whatever city they're in. So you gotta you gotta cater to both. Hey, and if we're no. catering to all of our audiences, I love sauerkraut. <laughs> and Demi Lovato. Yeah. <laughs> Are we really trying to cater? Never mind. Oh, you um, you fixed your mic. Sheesh. Yeah, that's all the mic needed was a little zinger. <laughs> a little zinger. You're welcome. Oh my! What do you God. guys expect from? Oh, now it's really quiet. Weeks. Now you're whispering. Turn your microphone now. Turn your Good volume sir. up. Good sir. Good sir. 
Well, what do you expect in the next two weeks from wrestling? What's the fallout from this? He sounds like Ned from South Park. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're fighting Canadians. Um... Oh, my God. Look at Kane. When Kane first started talking, the rock. (laughs) They're They're coming right for us. Um. What do I expect in the next two weeks from wrestling all around? I actually think Crown Jewel is going to be a really good show on uh, on 11 o'clock on a Thursday, so nobody's going to fucking watch it, but I think Crown Jewel is going to be really good. Um, underrated. Imagine the West Coast. Yeah. 8 a.m. on a Thursday. 8 a.m. on a Thursday. What a perfect fucking time for a wrestling pay-per-view. Um I'll make sure to wake I'll make sure to wake up bright and early for it. I do think it'll be a pretty quality show though. Um I, I, I expect it to be shockingly good. I expect uh, AEW to have to throw some curveballs now that they've now that their uh, owner is a f- being the complete jackass that he is has leaked their whole card for their next big show. So I think that's gonna flip around. So you'll start to see some uh, curveballs being thrown, maybe even somebody else being thrown into the p- title picture, triple threat kind of situation, just to mm-hmm. do something different. Or maybe Adam Page challenges Kenny Omega this Wednesday. They, I mean, that's I know that's what WWE has done. Like that's what WWE's done in the past. And if if AEW really wanted to have a chance against SmackDown, they would do that Friday night. They would. I would hate that so much because then we know the outcome. They're not AEW is not big enough to WWE. Like maybe four occasions, the heavyweight title. Has changed hands on TV. Doesn't happen very often. It's usually no. Nah, and AEW, with AEW, the 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 way they're trying to bring in money, they're gonna sell you on the paper. Like, hey, this match might be good. Kenny Omega might lose. You're not gonna sell that to me on Dynamite. And that's another problem with wrestling in 2021. It is very predictable. Yeah, I call it's the whole match to Scott. It's too predictable. If Omega is defending the title. On Wednesday or Friday, I know he's winning. Yeah, because he's well, going to get Daniel, it's gonna make Brian Danielson. It's going to end in a draw because you're not going to obviously you're not going to push. The, you're not going like, to send Daniel Bryan straight to the top to face Omega just to have him lose. Smart move to have it go as a time limit draw. But but yeah, no. The only like I said, obviously the TV title. It's in the freaking name. It's going to change hands on TV. But like. Come on, man! Like if if I, I I'm tired of Omega fighting on the show, putting his belt on the line because we know what's going to happen. He's not going to lose on TNT. He's not going to lose on TBS. He's not going to lose on UPN. He's not going to lose on Nickelodeon. He's not going to lose on freaking Paramount. I'm, I'm, <laughs> like I'm sorry, he's, oh not gonna, he's not. He's not going to lose on those you know, on on TV. He's going to lose on a pay per view. Yeah. Because that's what you pay to see. You pay to see that match. You pay to see him lose and someone be crowned a new exactly. AEW world title. Exactly. Like, like I, paid, I paid for the boxing match on Saturday. They're not going to put that on Friday Night Boxing on ESPN. No. You pay for no. that type of stuff. Go Fury. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of Crown Jewel, Tyson Fury, Crown Jewel alumni. The worst one ever. Yeah, easily. Easily. Was that, that the one, DX one too? Yeah, that one was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. If I want to see four old men fight, I would just go down to my local nursing home. I'll turn off the TV that they're all watching and watch them go at it. Yeah. Put that out there. That's fair. 
I don't really have anything else for this conversation. Um, I just, I want to, I've fallen out of love with wrestling. I really want to fall back in love. I will continue to watch every product. I just, it's just hard for me to, um, it's hard for me to be into it right now. I just, I just stopped the damn civil war. Yeah. Cause this is what it's turning into as a wrestling community. We need to be whole, not divided. Okay, you can like AEW, you can like WWE, you can like New Japan, Ring of Honor, uh, GCW seems to be getting a, a little rise right now. Like, like root for everything, man. Like, let's have the dialogue. Let's talk about what's what in the world of wrestling, not who's better. Uh, my company kicked your company's ass in the 18 to 35 demographic. Uh, you had 2.1 million views while we had 2.4. Like, just, God, like, I don't care. I don't care about that. I want... I want to be able to sit down, entertain, and then text my friends like, yo, did you see Ray Phoenix just flew off the top of the cage without a WWE guy saying, oh, WWE's done it before. This is not nothing new to me. I'm just tired <laughs> of it. I'm just tired of it. The comparisons have to stop. They do. It, it, can't, be, it, you, it can't be WWE versus AEW anymore. Stop. It, we're at a point where... It's wrestling. We want wrestling to succeed. We want wrestling to live on. It's time to stop trying to kill the other competition. Yep. Yeah, you can outdo each other all you want, all day. Please do it. Bring the competition. Stop trying to kill them. Stop trying to put them out of business. Just try to be better. Be the better product. Because if you just try to be better, guess what? They're going to try to be better than you. And the fans win then. We win. We win as fans. We get the wrestling that we want. Instead of, oh, finally, you know, AW finally died or WWE finally died because then we're left with one product again and then we're left with the same bullshit that we've gotten for the last 20 years and that's having no choice but to watch one product and if you don't like it then you just then so, too too fucking bad so let's not um let's stop let's stop disparaging quality these are my two these are my two closing arguments let's stop disparaging quality if you're an aew fan sit down and watch SummerSlam and enjoy that shit if you're an aew fan or yeah if you're a wwe fan sit down and watch all out let yourself enjoy it and let's stop jesus christ what was that and let's stop defending shit i saw a luchasaurus botch um, a little, what do they call those? Compilation? A Luchasaurus botch compilation today? Mm -hmm. Somebody literally put a comment in there saying it's because his mask blocks his vision. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! He's just, he's not good. You know what Nia Jax, Nia Jax gets called unsafe when she botches. Like, it's the same energy. Keep the same energy. Yeah, if you're not good, you're not good. You, you, you suck. Don't Get disparage better. quality. And don't defend shit. If you know it's garbage, say it's garbage. If you know it's good, say it's good. I'm out of here. You guys close it out. All right, my closing argument. Alien is not a derogatory term. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Demi Lovato. It is not a derogatory term for an extraterrestrial <laughs> creature. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Scott. There goes our 2%. All right. Um, I I have no idea how to follow that one up. Thank you, Dan. Plug in our social medias and send us home. 
I just my closing arguments is, man, if you're a wrestling fan, just enjoy wrestling now. And uh, yeah, enjoy wrestling by following us on Instagram and Twitter at uh, right on SQC. That is right on SQC. Follow us on Facebook at right on square circle and the right on network. Y'all please interact with us. Tell us why you think wrestling is dying. And if you're really brave, I dare you to tell me why wrestling is thriving right now and living on to be something bigger and better. Cause I want to hear it. And uh, other than that, y'all, we will see you guys here next week. Scott, are you going to be on next week? Oh, I am sorry. I will not be here next week. You're not going to be on next week's show. Uh-oh. Is that going to be two weeks in a row with K-Dub? I'll be here next. Scott, yeah. where are you going? I'm going to uh, old North Cackalacky. I'm going oh! to... God damn it. Son of a bitch! God damn it. I don't give a fuck. Close it out. Uh, I am. I'm going. I'm going to the home of the Hardys and the and the Nature Boy. Stay off I ain't gonna run into any of them, but we're oh, gonna. Uh, we're, don't we're, we're first cancel culture. Sorry. <laughs> okay. don't, yeah, that's right. Don't, don't get on a helicopter. Don't get on a helicopter. Or a, I thought it was an airplane. Just oh. don't get around Rick Flair in a robe. I know that much. It's a helicopter dick joke. Take <laughs> take us home. Take us. I already took us. Y'all catch us next week, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>